You found it. The home of red-blooded American patriots. The Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner starts now. We have a very special show for you today. We have Dr. Lee Merritt in the house, the rebel doctor as she is known. What I wanted to do very quickly though on the front end is just uh, talk to you about where we're at as a nation and in the aspect or in regards to uh, people waking up to what's around them and realizing that we are basically at war with our own government and um, obviously I don't mean that in the, in the sense of a violent confrontation but um, uh, obviously people are waking up more and more to each of the issues that comes up whether it's uh, COVID, the COVID jab, mandates, everything around COVID or it's around the erosion of parents rights or uh, it's around elevating uh, the trans agenda you know there's all kinds of uh, all kinds of attacks at our moral fabric and foundation at our values that the country was founded on and uh, those attacks keep coming and uh, unfortunately uh, we are all in the middle of them so anyway I got to thinking about you know what's the um, what's the issue and in, in what happened to make myself get uh, get to the point where I realized what's going on and we talk about you know that party and this party and at one time I probably was like you and I would have called myself a Republican and you may have been in the same boat and then all of a sudden you realize that you know it really doesn't matter what you call yourself in the end there really are two parties and those two parties are one the uniparty and two MAGA or those people who believe in the Constitution what it stands for which you know you automatically when you say that you're you're uh, labeled and you're you call the racist and everything else but obviously we know that we we believe that God gives us our rights and it doesn't matter what skin color we are or what gender we are how old we are uh, how young we are you know and um, so I think a lot of people have, have woken up but in in the course of thinking about this um, do you remember the movie they live with Rowdy Roddy Piper uh, it's 1988 and it's a movie called They Live, and I think it does the best job of of explaining what's going on and how people are waking up. So I'm going to show a clip from that real quick.
What's your problem? I said, what's your problem? How are you today, sir? Okay, how's it going? Fine, thank you. Thank you, sir. Will somebody please, please, please manufacture those sunglasses? Maybe we could pass them out to our families at uh, Thanksgiving or whatever else, uh, whatever, whatever gathering there is. Um, to me, that's the, that is just perfect. It's just perfect to explain or to to show what it really feels like to be um, awake in the country uh, as more and more people do awaken and it's going to take some personal loss and some personal suffering i think for some people but um as more and more people wake up uh we're not going to be alone anymore and that's going to be really nice let's check what's on the signal today so here we are our gold political signal it's political signal dot com Coincidence, Trump indictments conveniently follow bad news days for Joe Biden. Now, of course, it's not a coincidence. It's exactly what uh, what you'd expect, right? I mean, this is the propaganda, the truth, the ministry of truth at work. Now, I'm going to read this for you because it's so small on the screen. Just how shameless is the Biden administration's corruption? It's worse than you can imagine. It's quite clear that Joe Biden is using the power of the federal government to target his main political opponent in 2024 in the president presidential election of 2024 and while anyone who says so may risk being indicted by this administration the evidence proving this is hap proving this is happening is substantial and extremely convincing um well yeah it is and you know it's um it's it's even worse than that i mean i was envisioning a meme last night where you have a news anchor and you're you're standing behind the cameras so you can see the backs of the cameras and the news anchor is sitting there and spouting off Trump this, Trump that, Russia, 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 uh, you know, talking about the phone call, all these things that they've used to attack him. And standing in front of the news anchor and in, in front of the lights also, but off to the side, is Joe Biden with a pile of cash and Hunter Biden with a young girl. You may have seen these photos that have gone around uh with a young girl uh, and, uh, you know, like father, like son, I guess, um, is all I'll say about that. But with the with the complete uh, uh, realization that this is really what's happening, isn't it? I mean, it's 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 something that um, 
you know, they think that we're really stupid and that we can't see this, but obviously we can. And um, Greg Kelly did a good job of putting together a, a calendar of the timing. And check this article out. Again, it's politicalsignal.com. And uh, it's just not a coincidence. I think Joseph Goebbels will be proud of uh, what he sees in the left today. And uh, meanwhile, the rhinos feign indignation and do absolutely nothing to help us out. Uh, I will be back with Dr. Lee Mara right after this. After we watched our daughter Grace die on FaceTime, I uh, immediately felt that I needed to go to the hospital, though I was still pretty sick. And I met Jessica and our pastor there. And um, while we were in the room, we Jessica and I let us spend a few moments just with Grace alone. And it was it was just a horrific. Um, sight to come upon was the fact that her daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our uh, minds and just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We, uh, we took her BiPAP off because it was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone and as soon as we did that the color of grace changed, and um, we had to accept that she was truly gone. Not one person stepped foot in that room. How can you do that? How can you allow an innocent person, a child, she's only 19 years old, die in front of your eyes? You don't do that. If you're human, you don't do that. They knew they weren't going to convince us to put Grace on a ventilator. That means the money was going to dry up. They had to have the money. And when you follow the money trail all the way through, you see that a ventilator is about a $300,000 decision. That they had higher paying patients in the emergency room. Grace was worth more dead than alive. We don't just need food, we need to eat food with a high nutritional value. Who wants to just survive food shortages? Let's thrive in times of adversity and lack. Optimize your daily nutrition and ensure you and your family have our two-year shelf-stable kingdom fuel as a cornerstone of your emergency food supply. Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on kingdom fuel now. We are back and we have Dr. Lee Merritt who needs to turn her video back on. I love the I love the picture of uh of the dog. That's awesome. How are you this morning? Good. 
Well, it's an honor to have you. You know, I've I've uh, I've followed you ever since all this madness started, and um, I can only ima- imagine. You know, on my end, even this morning, you know, uh, we're dealing with being attacked. I had uh, uh, a lock up, a crash, and then my user profile suddenly disappeared. And this was at eight, what ten or something my time. So. Um, I had to go on internet, the internet, and search how to restore that. And I mean, the attacks are endless. I've had attacks on my computer as as well, other times, and had to had to replace hardware. So I can only imagine if it's like that for me, what it is for you, because you are much more high profile and you get a lot of attention. And uh, you know, so I I wanted to be having you on the show, and I thank you so much for taking your time. Uh, to be here with me and to talk about these really important issues that America is facing and really Western civilization uh, is facing. Um, And and you're right, we're at war. You know, that's what this is about. That's that's my my theme here, you know. Um, (laughs) and, And it's a really weird war. It's been going on. This didn't start in COVID, this started hundreds of years ago or more, but it's or or it's forever. I honestly think it goes back to the time of Babylon. You know, this is about the aristocrats and the serfs ultimately. And that's I'm speaking in Red Pill in uh, I think it's the 13th of August in Des Moines, and that's my talk is uh, it's time to name the enemy because we're you know Amen. we've been in, in in most wars there's something that's stealth whether it's stealth tactics like the 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 british hated when we were shooting shooting them from behind trees they thought that wasn't sportsmanlike or is stealth weapons we've got stealth planes also but when have we ever had an enemy we couldn't define i mean at least even in world war 2 we could define the enemy we thought you know and now we don't right. and so it's time to do that i think we can but part of the enemy's tricks is they they've they've made it like you said, we all need glasses to and actually I think we had those glasses. Those are those dicyanin glasses. That movie is actually made from some real facts, but you can't dicyanin as a chemical now, you can't buy. It's very interesting. The, 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 that is interesting. Yeah, there are glasses that show a different speed that show you things, and it shows specifically like things uh some Russians showed this. They had a piece of this glass that was from somewhere. It was a fragment. You could tell it was broken. But they put it up to the sky and you saw like look like spaceships hovering there. Now, who knows if this is just all a PSYOP and CGI, but I've seen so much of this that I think there's something there, it's see it's showing you a, a, a frequency range we can't see with our eyes and they don't want us to see this. And the other end, that's right. one end of the spectrum. And then Cliff High talks about his father in Vietnam with that. And I've heard this story in different areas too, different ways that at the other end of the spectrum, they were testing red night vision goggles originally. And they had to get rid of them because they saw these demonic-looking things hopping around from the trees, and the and the door gunners on these Hueys would start shooting up into the air. They're supposed to be doing close air support. You're supposed to be at the ground, <laughs> and they're shooting up in the air wildly until the officers would drag them out of there. And and they were the officers were told not to put these goggles on. And then wow. when they did, that's just what they saw, and that was what his dad well, did. You know, so that's this is not that movie. I finally watched it. I never were the Roddy Piper, the, the We Live. I think it is so, so uh, predictive programming and so revealing, but we ought to, there's lots of movies we should go back and watch because of that. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, there's... It back sounds in the, crazy. Back in, I mean, if I'd said that yeah, 10 years it, ago, I would have committed myself, but I think now we realize <laughs> the world isn't what we thought it was. <laughs> well, back in, back in the day, you know, Hollywood was a little more free to produce things like that yeah. as well. That's not, that's not the case. And, 
you know, to your point, we are at war, and I'm going to make a, a prediction here that is, it's, it's out there already, but something I believe in is that, you know, we've gone through this process in, um, um, there was a general, one of the, uh, Wesley Clark, it was, who saw a plan in writing that was top secret or above top secret clearance, and it said that this is what's going to happen, you know, in the next 30, 40 years, and it was back in the 50s, supposedly, and what it, or what, when it was originated. So what he said was that uh, all these wars were pre-planned, oh, yeah. and where we are today is is that, and people, you know, people maybe may accuse me of putting my tinfoil hat on here, but where we are at today is now there are no more countries to go and invade. Uh, what they want to do is really get the big cash cash flow in for the industrial military complex, and that is by saying and admitting that yes, UFOs are real, yeah, and and uh, we need to pour all kinds of money into defending ourselves from these UFOs when in actuality UFOs are real, I believe. But there's also man-made technology that looks the same or close to the same that they're going to actually use to really do physical damage and and kill people, and that that will be the, the false flag event of the future. Yeah. Uh, my my belief. I, uh, I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, just because it's all UFO means is unidentified flying object doesn't mean they're from an alien species, an alien race. That's that remains to be determined. But there's certainly things that right. we don't understand. I mean, I was in Phoenix with that famous Phoenix Lights thing. You know, I mean, it, people oh, really? people saw these. You know, and um, we've seen them. I, I tell you, uh, here's one that got my attention. Last Christmas, when the kids were home. And uh, kids, they're grown up now, but they, but they were home and they were in the back seat, and we were in the SUV and I had to go to my office for something. It was kind of later at night. It was dark. And we're driving down a street in Omaha, Nebraska. And I got halfway. There's these are these big, you know, it's like a big block where there's a big supermarket. And I mean, I know this area. So I had a good judge of where, how distance this was. As we're halfway down this huge, long block. Um, I look up and I see a plane that's that looks like it's just come out of, you know, there are, there are some military bases and there's all sorts of stuff, but it, it's a low level plane and it's crossing our path. So this is not in parallel with us. This yeah. is perpendicular, orthogonal to us, and it's going over us, but it is stopped in the air. I swear to God, this is the one, is, you know, I've heard about this and I've thought, you know, I've never seen ghosts. I've never seen any alien things. I've never seen any. I've, all these people talk about seeing all these weird things. I've never done it. This is my time. So I saw this thing, and it was so obvious that I could. The time I could see it, I saw it out the front window, and I said, "That plane's not moving." And I was almost speechless. I said, "That plane has stopped over us." And everybody else, the guys in the back, couldn't see it, but I could see it. And my my husband's driving, so he couldn't talk too much. But I could see it, and I followed it all the way through the sunroof and then out the back, and then we were had to turn, and we were out of sight. But, I mean, that is like for 10 wow. seconds, I saw this plane stopped over us. I don't know what happened after that, but interestingly, very interestingly, the next day was a NOTAM U.S. and Canada. In other words, nobody's supposed to be flying, and that lasted until like 10 in the morning. So wow. I, I'm just saying wow. there's things yeah, happening around us we have no clue about. I, I just, uh, you know. But yeah, well, that would certainly blow my mind. I don't know. Um, 
you know, I've never seen that. I mean, you see some of the big airliners come in and they kind of look like they are. But Right, but um, you're usually parallel to them. And that's at a distance. Right, this was right. right over my head. I could see the seams on the on the fuselage. I could, you know, and, and quite frankly, wow. I spent 10 years in the Navy with the Marine, with Marine Air. I was, I've lived probably 20, and I was married to Marine Air. I was probably 20 years of my life. I lived on the base of a Marine Air, air field. You know, I've seen a lot of military jets flying. I've never seen it. And so this is, this is totally odd. You know, this is not normal. So, uh, but, but that's, we're not, so I think we have to open our eyes to the fact that there's technology out there we don't understand. There's things going on that we don't completely understand. Um, I personally think that all the talk about nuclear weapons is missing the real big issue. And that is scalar weapons that I believe are out there. Um, and we, we, and so too in medicine. I mean, a lot of the stuff that what I was, what I was taught in medical school turns out to be so bogus and so wrong. And that's what, but it all set us up for today for this, right. what we're going through. And I would, I would just say that we, we do have to, we have to recognize who's doing us because in a war, you know, the idea of intelligence is to understand your capabilities and the enemy capabilities. And we can't understand the enemy capabilities and what their motives are unless we know who they are. We have to be able to discuss them. So that's, that's our first step. Yeah. And you know, the whole thing has been co-opted as well. And when you, uh, the, the experiment of, I think the masks, for example, were, were just a test run to see how willing people were to give up their freedoms or how easy it would be to give up their freedoms. And I think that, you know, people need to understand if they don't today that there's more of this coming and that, you know, this is this is only the beginning. So I'm gonna I'm gonna run and uh, take a break here in a few minutes, but I'd like to get into the evolution of of this and uh, you know what happened along the way and, and at what point does it go off the rails? Now politically from a from a standpoint of following the Constitution in the United States, I think that it probably was with Eisenhower when he said and gave the warning of the industrial military complex. I think he was seeing it already start to happen um, after World War II, is, I think, is when it come in. Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, and I, I think it actually, um, if we really go back further, if you and I, I think if people, I haven't done this yet, but I'm going to follow Ellen and Alan and John Foster Dulles. If you really look at their history, they start. They were they were in 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 Berlin before World War II as as uh, entrepreneurs as, as industrial complex people. I mean, they were they were lawyers for big industry that was in USA German industry. And then during the war, they were at, in in Switzerland at the Bank of International Settlements doing stuff with still with between companies in America and Germany throughout the war. And then what happened afterwards? Uh, I think it was uh, Alan Dulles became the head of the CIA. They incorporated right. the the uh, the, the uh, Galen Org into the CIA. I mean, so there's a long history of this coming about, and we can even go farther back than that. But there's, I think what we what we need to really look at is how did the doctors go so wrong? Because if we there's there's a point, and and Rudolf Steiner said this in in 1914 that it will you'll doctors that are very materialistic will be recruited in order to get involved in in mass vaccination of people to change their behavior. He said that in 1914. And that is, well, how did that come about? That's what we ought to talk about. Yeah, it's happening. And yeah. we will talk about that right after this quick break. We'll be right back. 
Nation. Patriots, it's me, Wayne Alaroot, otherwise known as War. I have a very special announcement for all of you. My hit show, Wayne Alaroot, Raw and Unfiltered, is coming to the brand new station that's taking over the nation, Blessed News Network. God has opened a door in my life to be part of this amazing new Christian conservative network live every night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on our channel on Roku TV, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, and streaming live on the Blessed News iPhone and Android apps. Tune in to watch me drive home the truth and dismantle the fake news narrative with big name nightly guests and exclusive interviews with all the heavy hitters you know and love. Become part of history as we make America godly again and launch the first faith-centered conservative broadcasting network where Jesus Christ is commander-in-chief of all of our stories and where truth and integrity really matter. Join me Monday through Friday on any of our platforms or on the Blessed News website, blessed.news, where you can stream all the shows for free or you can sign up for Blessed Plus for even more access to Raw and Unfiltered with me, Wayne Allen Root, the hardest work a man in show business. Thank you, and God bless America. Steel News will be joining the Blessed News Network 11 p.m. weeknights. I'm Ann Vandersteel, and I'm very excited to be a part of the programming put together by Jake Lang. Doesn't matter if he's behind bars. He's a January 6th political hero, as far as I'm concerned. And Steel News will be reporting the truth of everything happening, not only in the swamp, but around the world to help you put into context What's really going on so you can make the best decisions for you and your family? Steel News, 11 p.m. on the Blessed News Network. And we're back with the rebel doctor herself, Dr. Lee Merritt. It's an honor to have you here. Before the break, we were talking about kind of the evolution in medicine and where we are today. Uh, you were talking about uh, purposely saturating the the uh, professional field of doctors with people who are more materialistic and I'm going to just let you pick it, pick it up from there if you well, want. Well, and, and even if they, even if it wasn't, well, I think everything is purposeful. purposeful. It's like FDR said, uh, if it happens in politics, nothing is by accident. If it happens, you can bet it was planned that way. So I don't, what we first of all have to accept is that the world is not a series of unfortunate events that are unrelated. The train rollovers are part of the same process that's mm -hmm. causing the COVID and causing the the war in Ukraine. It's all connected. The, now we've got uh, Niger, the whole African thing going on. The problem here is, is that it is all connected. And the, in medicine, though, it's, it's, it's almost like, and I heard this from a, a retired army colonel who said, when he was talking about assassinations, he said, you don't have to really try to, you know, when you're looking at who did what to whom, don't look at who did it. Look who allowed it to happen. And it's kind of true in medicine. So what happened in medicine is before 1871, that seems to be a critical, it puts a lot of dates together. If you think about it, that's the year that we may have, I believe we went, according to the history, we went bankrupt and sold DC to the Crown Corporation. So there are a lot of things happened in 1871. But in 1871, before it, that, that, doctors in Germany and all over the world were independent. They didn't get licenses. Um, they, you, you as a client decided on the, you know, you had to do your due diligence. You went to a doctor based mm -hmm. on his reputation and skill and what kind of medicine you wanted practiced. We had homeopathy, we had naturopathy, which is the study of diet specifically. We had all sorts of types of medicine and it was, it was the fastest growth in real, uh, benefit to humanity medical wise in the history of mankind. But then something happened. And what happened is, 
in 18 and, and by the way, doctors were based, basically worked for cash uh, and charity. And they they uh, took care of the individual patient in front of them. That's very key. They weren't they weren't. Uh, it was a it was a one doctor one patient situation. Then in 1871, Kaiser Wilhelm's throne was being threatened uh, by the Social Democrats, and his advisor says, Kaiser, I, we got an idea. Why don't you give the people something? Make them beholding to the crown. And we've got an idea. Let's give them universal health care. Let's give them government paid for health care. And they did that. And it actually did save the throne, and it was it actually did get medicine out to the periphery. These little towns that had never had a doctor, couldn't afford one. Suddenly, they had these government doctors. Interestingly, they were called vaccination doctors because they'd never had vaccines before. They brought the vaccinations with them. Well, it worked well until, as you can predict, you know, socialism always fails when you run out of other people's money. So in 1929, when the stock market went down and everything, you were it, everything crashed. And so there was no money to fund this system. But the money. So the actual Medicare medical care got degraded and basically went away. But you were left with all this bureaucratic regulation, as is always happens in these situations. The policies, the regulations, the, the government guys never go away. But. But but you have medicine go away. And, and what what also was done before 1871, what was done was with individual, you know, Christian ethics and charity was now done by a government uh, umbrella of charity and government charity. Mm -hmm. They don't really government doesn't really produce anything. They're giving one person's money to somebody else. And yeah. ultimately, uh, there was there was a psychiatrist and uh, Alfred Hoche. And he was in the 1920s and 30s when the doctors of the Nazi regime would have been medical students, right? And Alfred Hoche wrote a book. He and his lawyer colleague wrote a book, per permission. This is a theory of permission of ending life not worthy of living, not worthy of life. So essentially, the idea was based on the philosophies that came from Plato to Kant to Hegel that the utilitarian ethic that some people their life isn't worth very much. They're better off dead for the good of society. In other words, right. it's a cost-benefit analysis. Right. And once that happened, then good people, even like I, I studied Carl Brandt. I was an orthopedic and spinal surgeon all my career. And Carl Brandt was Hitler's doctor at the end of the war. He was the chief medical officer of the Third Reich. And he actually was the same. He did orthopedic trauma and spine surgery, which is how I got interested in him. I thought, this guy, you read about his life, and he sounds like such a good guy. How did he end up in the gallows at Nuremberg? Okay, but this is right. how. Because he was a good guy who, who was brought up with a bad ethical basis. And that ethical basis was not one where you, you, were, you took the Hippocratic oath to take care of only the patient in front of you. Not the good of, you know, not for some nebulous good of society or some big charity organization. You, you had to pay attention because I remember taking the oath in 1980. And I, I said, one of the, the precept, one of the precepts that's, that's right up front says, when I enter the house of the patient, it will be only for the good of the patient. And I remember thinking, well, who else would it be for? But boy, how right. do I know now? Oh, the yeah. government. How might come want... we need to be told that? That seems obvious, right? Yeah, the, the government might want to kill off everybody over 65 and not pay Medicare benefits. Um, your right. wife might want to right. kill you, and she gets the uh, medical ethics board of the hospital to help her do it. I've seen that happen. So there's a lot of other interests at risk here or at work here. Now, if you if, in, in America... Obviously, we had German influences. All this stuff came over after the war. And interestingly, mm -hmm. although we want to talk about the Nuremberg Code, let me just tell you the scam of the Nuremberg trials. 
they the big guys didn't get hung. It was just the red shirts, you know, uh, or they committed right. suicide. The, some of the big guys committed suicide, but but in in the case of the doctor's trial, in the middle of the trial, the, the like Leo Alexander and Doctor Ivy and these guys there were three. I think there were three or four doctors that were from America that were on the prosecution over there. They flew back. They came back to America and went to, back to their Harvard uh, offices, and they created the Nuremberg Code of Medical Ethics to con to try the doctors in Germany. But see, there wasn't a medical, that wasn't a codified thing beforehand, and, right, and we right. violated it too. In fact, Dr. Ivy, who was one of those doctors from Harvard, he was doing experiments on prisoners using malaria of a worse strain than what was happening with a doctor in Germany who got hung for it. Okay. The, Sounds like somebody we know. I think yeah. he just retired recently. Yeah. So, so exactly. So this is what, this is, this is what happened. And, and so now fast forward in, I think it was 2009, Ezekiel Emanuel, who was Rahm Emanuel's brother, but he's a physician in Philadelphia. And he, he mm -hmm. published a paper in the Lancet, he and his colleagues called the disability just adjusted life here. And it postulates that they have a formula to tell you how much your each year of your life is worth. They could compare how much my life is worth and your life is worth and decide who they're going to give the medical benefits to. Now, it sounds all sciencey and stuff, but really, it's terrible ethics. And at the end of the day, it all boils down to age. If you're under two or over 60 or have a fatal disease, you might as well just kiss your ass goodbye because they're not going to give you any money in the new healthcare system they plan on instituting. That's what it is. And that's what my we're documentary, seeing here. My documentary in Breaking the Oath, one of the one of the scenes in it is George Bernard Shaw uh, giving, you know, just talking on video. Uh, basically, he says, you know, I don't have anything against you. I mean, there's 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 uh, there's just a lot of people I'd like to kill. Right. And <laughs> so, he says, and, and you says know, it point blank and. Uh, you know, and then and then yeah, Nazi Germany happens, and that, that whole that whole thing, I think, because of Nazi Germany happening, uh, the euthanasia movement got set back quite a bit from seeing seeing what happened in the Holocaust. But um, but my question, I think, but it's going strong question, now. Just not to interrupt, it but is, the euthanasia yeah, movement is going strong and, now. And you remember, you remember when uh, when uh, they had the televised meeting between Obama and the Republicans, and they were talking about Obamacare. And the Republicans were mocked for saying, you know, there's going to be a death panel. Yeah. And lo and behold, where are we at? I mean, where, what are we seeing in the hospitals right now with the COVID protocols and the the uh, end of life care for people who could live? Right. You know, and it's it's absolute insanity. And um, well, you know, and Scott Shara's daughter, who who was right. a very high functioning Down syndrome patient and was getting better was essentially, it sounds like, murdered from the by the hospital because they determined her life wasn't worth as much as somebody else. I mean, they may not have said it consciously to themselves, but that's the way, that's where we go. And, you know, it's exactly, really, when you look at how they set up the euthanasia program in Germany, that was Alfred Hoesch's concept. He realized that individual doctors working in their individual offices, in their, in, in their communities where they lived and worked next to the people that they were taking care of, they were their friends, relative neighbors, they're not going to euthanize them, right? They're not going to take part in that. They had to make an, they had to get the system to be impersonal. So what they did is, 
they set up a committee. You know, it's always death by committee. So they have a committee mm -hmm. and they had they demanded that these German doctors in these villages send up a certain number of charts of patients that might be candidates that had had terminal potentially terminal problems or un, they, they were not going to get better. And then this committee would look at it and decide who could be who was the best candidate for euthanasia. And then a third party would be the, you know, go around, round these people up and actually do the deed. So you had separation of all these things so that it was kind of well i didn't really do it he you know you can always it's like yeah. a bureaucracy you can always point a picture it's like finger at somebody it's like else. a firing squad only only one person has a live round and right and but seven of them gets are to shooting feel like hey i'm not guilty probably somebody else shot him right and that's and that's what we're doing in the hospitals today and that's what we're and so the the, the first the the first thing to get out of this is for people to decide am i going to participate in evil or not and in mm -hmm. a germany you know, although we always say, oh, it'll never happen here. And how could they have done all that? Well, that's easy. It, what they did is they made it mandatory to keep your job to belong to the Nazi party and participate. Now, having said that, when the Germans marched into what now is the Netherlands and then Holland, the Dutch doctors almost to a man said, we are not participating in your medical system. I mean, they wanted, they said, okay, you're part of the Third Reich now. You have to uh, take part. You, you doctors are now part of our medical system. And they said, no, we're not doing those things. We've been watching what you're doing. We're not taking part. And they said, if you don't take part, we'll take away your medical license. Boom. Every doctor, pretty much, except for the, the ones that had been co-opted into the German system already, they gave away all their medical licenses. Over 42,000 doctors handed in their medical licenses without batting an eye, okay, because they were wow. standing up. Yeah. And that's that's awesome, and I wish we saw more of that well, today. Well, we're starting. But, uh, this is where this oh, is going to go. I just want to make the point, too, that you know everybody out here who's watching this and listening to us, I mean, silence, if you're silent, you're complicit in my mind. Right. So, and uh, you got you can't just look the other way. i got to take another ro real quick break. We'll be back, and uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up with things that maybe uh, are on the positive side yeah. and things that can be done. Hey, Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. Let's face it, it's getting harder and harder to make ends meet. It's only going to get worse. This inflation is going to continue. As a matter of fact, our dollar is in jeopardy of even existing with the crazies that want to go to the digital currency to control us all. You can go to KirkElliottPhD.com slash The Patriot Review, get all kinds of free, great information, and invest in gold and silver for your future. Our world is full of electromagnetic fields that even though we can't see them, are affecting our bodies, our sleep, and even our ability to think clearly. The advent of 5G is only making this worse. There is an answer. Visit Fix the World by clicking the link in the Patreon Review show description below to view natural products that can actually protect you from EMF and 5G and even improve your sleep. Skeptical? Get the free Dangers of EMF Radiation ebook free by clicking on its direct link also in the show description. Here's a nutritional hack anyone can master. Replace a meal a day with our kingdom feel. Or if you're a moth from the gym, add a shake to your daily meal plan. Our unique meal shakes are balanced, low glycemic, rich in fiber, 20 grams of clean protein, essential vitamins and minerals, healthy fat, and organic fruits and vegetables. Kingdom Fuel is vegan with a complete amino acid profile. Bottom line, it's a simple start to a transformed life. No gimmicks, just results. Start today. Hey Patriots, 
you can save up to 66% at MyPillow.com when you use the code TPR. That stands for The Patriot Review. That's TPR or call 800-519-9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use these products myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar none. So go ahead, use the code TPR and get up to 66% off right now. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. All right, we are back with Dr. Lee Merritt. Uh, you know, honestly, I, I think that uh, your title needs to be kind of changed a little bit. Not only are you the medical rebel, I mean, you have a lot you have a lot more good things to say, and you have a lot of stuff on on your website, and you can check that out, folks, uh, by going to what's drleemerit.com. And I am I don't have it on the screen, but that's the correct website. Or the medicalrebel.com. The medicalrebel.com is easier to remember. Okay. Um, well, again, thank you for being here, and we were going to talk a little bit about what can be done, and I think. A lot of people, you know, they, they kind of uh, they kind of throw their hands up in the air and they think, man, you know, this is just something that's overwhelming. I always liken the the uh, the, the situation that we're in as if we're in the center of a spider web and uh, there's all these different spiders coming at us from each strand, whether one strand is COVID and another is, uh, you know, trans the trans agenda and another is uh, the erosion of parents' rights. I mean, there's just so much. So the question always comes up. What can be done? Love right. to hear your ideas. Well, again, I've got kind of, I guess I think in terms of five. So I've got five general principles and five medical principles. But first, first, we already mentioned, don't participate in evil. Think of how the world would have been different if every nurse, even 30% of the nurses had said, we're not doing this. We're not taking a shot. We're right. not getting, we're not wearing a mask. It would have been over. Right. Right. So right. same thing with school. If the if the teachers or the parents, if in, in, a, in a school, if parents just say we're not safe, we've determined our children are not safe in the schools and we're taking them out and homeschooling them. If enough people do that, they lose all their funding. They 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 just, you know, do something in their pants and it would all be over. So if we all <laughs> got together and just realized they're trying to divide us along all sorts of artificial lines. But we are humanity. We are the human race, and we need to get together and just not participate because it's a very few people on top running this show. That's number right. one. Number two is don't fund the enemy. Um, I, you know, I, I, I think this is a, the 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 I, I speak for Freedom Law School down at their conference. Or at least I have for the last few years, and I hope I get invited again because they go over the actual tax law. And why, why, if you don't live in the D.C. district or work for a government that agency in the D.C. district, you don't have to pay the federal income tax. It actually is true. When you start reading the real laws, same thing with medical right. licenses and driver's licenses, all these things. A lot of yep. things we thought yep. were true turned out to be just suggestions. Anyway, but the big one I'm going to talk about for a second is don't live in fear. The way they're really controlling us is they're convincing us of things that aren't true. 
And uh, I have this discussion with Sherry Tenpenny. We go back and forth about this sometimes because, you know, I, and she, I, I have a lot, so much respect for her because she's been fighting against the childhood uh, mandates for vaccines forever. And that is, you know, they've been poisoning our children forever with fluorides, mm -hmm. with vaccines. They've been dumbing us down. They've been attacking us for a long time. People that want to think that's all conspiracy theory need to actually look at the facts. I, I happen, my dad was a, re, a PhD, MD, DDS in chemical and biochemistry, and he, he was one of the guys involved in fluoride early on during World War II. And I can tell you, it is not what you want in your water. But they, but they, but they, 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 without facts, without any actual evidence that's of a benefit, they put it in our water. And that's just a perfect example of what's going on. So you got to, don't believe what you've heard just because it's been there forever. Doesn't mean it's actually proven. The issue right. of vaccines and viruses is, the whole vaccine industry is predicated on the notion that there are these little germs that float out of our mouth and make each other sick. But if you look at the old language, okay, the people we're dealing with, they speak the old language and they speak, they understand Latin and they speak in codes and they tell you things that sound good, but they're actually uh, deceptive. And in Latin, in the old textbooks, when they were talking about viruses, they were talking about toxins. Okay, they hadn't, there were the the proof of the, the viruses can't be isolated like bacteria. In short story is, I don't believe viruses exist the way we were taught. They are really toxifying us, poisoning us, and convincing us that we're making each other sick. And once you have that worldview, then you can be scared by, oh, now it's monkeypox, oh, now it's Marburg, oh, now it's not. It is not about those things. These guys, and I can tell you, I, I, I was on a congressional subcommittee, I looked at the issues of bioweapons. I followed the bioweapons community, what we were doing uh, for military and, and around the world for a long time. Since mm -hmm. 1991, we've owned all those labs around the old Soviet Union. We've, yeah. We we yeah. we funded those. We paid for those bioweaponeers. Don't let them kid you in these false things in Congress right now. We they've been they've been cutting them, you know, W2s. So we we know that they uh, they know who these people are. But but th the point being is. They and, never and could what make, they've done. Yeah, they could never make an aerosolized bioweapon actually work. So that's why they, towards the last 10, 15 years or more, they've been actually, when the Soviet Union was still in place and all, they were already transitioning our program and their program to vector-borne diseases like insects and parasites. So my point is, if you get rid of the idea that we have these little invisible, unprovable viruses, a lot of fear goes away. We can deal with parasites. They're leading you down a way. They're, they're making it sound like this is, oh, we can't treat viruses. You're just going to either die or not. It's just fatalistic. Just give up, you know, and say goodbye mm -hmm. to your friends. That's not the way you should look at it. There are treatments. There are ways out of this. I've got a whole bunch of stuff on my website. They're lying to you at every turn to make you think they can do a lot more than they can really do. They cannot really make these pandemics. This is not what happened. This is a this is poisoning and a psyop and a bad vaccine. Absolutely, it is, and it's not really a vaccine either. Is no, it? it's not. It's just they, a, another toxic concoction. Yeah. I so, even talked. Know, by the way, I even talked to Judy Mikevitz. Now I'm an orthopedic surgeon. What am I talking about? Viruses. She worked in the so-called viral research thing. But I talked to Judy after I, we always speak. We speak sometimes the same places. I said, I, you know, I'm listening to you more and more, Judy. And when you call it, we get we have to change your language. It's like when you're talking about viruses, you're not talking about a little thing that flies out of people's mouths and goes over. You're talking about harvesting genetic material from one species and putting it into another. And she says, yes, it's infection by injection. So number one, mm -hmm. I don't have them on my list here. 
but do not take an injection from these psychopaths, any injection. And don't think your children are safe if they don't mandate the COVID vaccine. Like in my state, oh, they're all proud of themselves because the governor stopped the COVID vaccine mandate, but she didn't stop the, the flu mandate, the flu shot mandate. She didn't stop these other mandates. And they're putting this toxic technology it's not necessarily, I don't think it's RNA. Right. It's just toxic. It's a bunch of other toxic technology we know about in these shots that are going to damage your children. Don't let them do this. Stop this. Well, I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious that, you know, you watch how many people are just dropping dead and they yeah. and dying suddenly as the terminology goes. But so fear is, is always used. And part of the problem that's always existed is if you are a constitutional conservative and you, you make arguments based on fact, where the other side uses arguments based on emotion and and they use that whether it's fear or anger or you know whatever it is it's it's hard to fight against that so um, what advice do you have for for somebody who who understands what you're saying but they don't know how to how to how to avoid that fear and take the next step well, I'm going to tell you something that happened to me, and I thank Carrie Made, Dr. Carrie Made, for this because she got me on this road. And 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 we have to realize that we're in an artificial environment here, where the laws and everything have been swapped out. You know, the I I, I look. I can tell you about my state. The Iowa Board of of the Iowa Iowa Department of Public Health is a corporation on Dun & Bradstreet. It is not a government agency that's there for your health. Corporations are there for profit. So let's keep that in mind. Right. Medical boards. Are in are under the Federation of State Medical Boards. They're also subcorporations of a court. These these don't have any right over your God-given rights. Once you realize that we're living in Babylon and you can step out of this legal system, it makes your life a lot better. I think the way we're going to take back medicine is we're going to get out from under these medical boards that are have no reason to to limit our what we do what what we have to realize is our training never came from the medical boards they don't really know us to examine our our qualifications you got that from your medical school and your residency and you put that on your wall and people can investigate that you don't need a medical board it isn't making medicine safer what it's doing is corralling people into a plantation to make sure we all act in a certain way and that's what happened here so so in every walk of life whether you're an a, a an uh, electrician or a plumber they're doing the same thing to you and so we have to step outside and take a philosophic look at this and say how do we take our country back and it's going to be once first you know take care of yourself and your family and there and that's what i say no nothing's more important to us than our health so uh, that's why i've put everything i can put on to help people on my website so that you don't have to live in fear i i a simple answer for example is I use chlorine dioxide every day. I can't tell you to do it because I might go to jail for that, but I use it and it's readily available. It's cheap and it prevents you from getting toxified. This is all about toxins. It's the universal antidote. Don't let yourself get toxified. So simple things can be very effective at not letting you get sick and, and going down with this stuff. Once you've got your family secured, then work on your community. And we need to, we need to call them out on what they're, what they're doing and not, it, we have to mass up. Now, having said that, you know, we all have neighbors and friends that have taken four boosters and have completely drunk the Kool-Aid. I tell them, and, and it's sad, it's tragic to watch, but I tell my, my friends trying to help these people, I say, look, we're in a war, and in a war, you have to do triage. You know, you can't save everybody, and don't expend your emotional energy on people that 
you know, the people that have their 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 vaccine card tattooed on their arm, you're not going to save them. Okay, I'm sorry. This is just the reality of the world. So you have to save the people that are that you can save. And everybody needs to stand up now because this is a war against our children, our future, the all of humanity. Uh, It's not just about a disease. The people that are doing this, you know, the sound. This is all related. The, The sound of freedom, you know. The the ugly b- part they didn't talk about in that movie really is the body parts trafficking. And that's at the end stage of sex when sex trafficking. When you're worn out from that, you get used to, for body parts. Body parts is the biggest money in the world. They're they're mass murdering Falun Gong and Uyghurs in China yes. for body mm-hmm. parts. They they do um, live harvesting of body parts. Ukraine is the center of this. They're doing it. They're they're live harvesting these Ukrainian soldiers. Let's all wake up and realize that how they benefit from war. They benefit their they, the people in charge own over 90 percent of the corporate wealth of the world. And they benefit by rebuilding countries they've just blown up and they benefit by selling off the now the body parts of almost dead soldiers. It's disgusting. Yes. So that's how we get out of it. Don't let them separate us. Live in live in truth. Live in God's truth. Live in don't don't be a fear. And I have on my last thing is, you know, make memes because they have no sense of humor. These people have no sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. That's how you, you can, can spend tell 10 they years are. in jail if you make the wrong <laughs> meme, you know, that criticizes Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Um, I have to I have to run, but thank you so much oh, for welcome. being here. I'd love to have you back. Thank and you. Uh, again, you know, I think you hit hit something very important at the very end there and and that is that faith matters and hopefully the rest of the the world sees that and and comes back and um, you know, comes back to Jesus as it were and 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 uh, lives the the foundational values that uh, we're supposed to be living. So yeah. thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. And we will see you again, I hope.